I'm a part-time rock star. What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 239. I'm your host, Brett Bueller. This week, we have Robert Becker on from the band Foxtrot. They are a post-hardcore band from Lehigh Valley, PA. Uh, they incorporate some high-energy riffs, some grooving bass lines, and uh, intricate song structures. I would personally compare their sound to that of The Fall of Troy, and... Uh, Perhaps a little bit of 311 as well. Uh, Rob's voice kind of reminds me of Nick's. But uh, yeah, um, Foxtrot is dropping a brand new EP, I believe, this week, uh, a little bit later on, so watch out for that. And then I featured their latest tracks that are currently out. One is called Retrace Embrace, and the other is called Too Close. So if you like them, definitely uh, check them out wherever you stream tunes. But uh, yeah, in our conversation, uh, we kind of talked about the origins of the band, uh, some of the challenges of booking shows in and around town and beyond, and just kind of the overall uh, happenings of the Philly music scene. So uh, if your friends are theirs, uh, feel free to find them on social media, give them a follow, or check them out uh, wherever you stream music. Um, As always, uh, hopefully this episode finds you well. Wherever you're tuning in from, uh, thanks for listening and supporting local music. Uh, hopefully you're having a good fall and had a good Thanksgiving and all that stuff and uh, moving and grooving into this holiday season. Hopefully still kicking ass on the gig front and uh, getting some shows. Uh, in personal news and notes, we have our next uh, Spotlight series coming up for part-time Rockstar Productions. We rent out the Hangar Studio in Columbia, Maryland and get a bunch of people in throughout the day. Kind of shoot uh, some high efficiency, high uh, quality music videos, usually around the $150 range. Uh, so if you've got anything, you want to get out there into the universe uh, for the holiday season or 2024, definitely uh, hit us up. That'll be uh, December 8th. But uh, yeah, other than that, uh, there is merch for the show at Shopify link in the episode notes. Uh, if you want to help the show out, you can always uh, find us on the socials or drop a rating or a review or any of that stuff. And then uh, Truly Strings is a sponsor of the show, based in Laurel, Maryland. Uh, it's a guitar shop where I take all my guitars. But yeah, we did just cross uh, 10,000 all-time downloads on the show, so I definitely want to thank everybody who's listened and every guest that's come on the show for helping making that happen. Without any further ado, we'll get to the conversation with Robert. Nice to meet you. I'm, uh, nice to meet you, man. Just call from just down 95. You're up in Philly? Yeah, I'm like an hour from Philly. North or uh, south? Uh, so I'm like, I don't even know, an hour or 
I live in like the Lehigh Valley, so okay. um, I don't even know what direction that is. I'm, I'm horrible with uh, geography yeah. and location, but like an hour from Philly. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, we just uh, we played the Grape Room this weekend. Oh, nice. That was really, really cool. We try to get up there once in a while whenever we can play New York City or, you know, scoot around. What is so, what is your project called? Uh, I call it the Hollow Truths after uh, a lyric, incidentally, from a, a band from Philly. Nice. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're kind of like alt-rock. I call us like modern 90s kind of, I don't know, simple stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it sounds like you guys have like kind of a almost prog rock fall of Troy uh, type of uh, vibe. It's uh, kind of what I'm what I'm picking up. But uh, yeah, it's, it's we'll cool. Take that. <laughs> it's unique. Uh, your voice kind of reminds me a little bit of, uh, honestly, a little bit of Nick from Three Eleven. Huh. I this is the second time I've heard that. That's interesting. I'm not that familiar with Three Eleven, but um, that's cool. I mean, I'll take it. Yeah, it might be the harmonies. I can't quite tell. Yeah. Maybe you have the same choice in harmonies or something, but it's cool. Yeah. It's a similar vibe. So. Oh yeah. Just checking out the music video. It looked cool. Looked fun. And the the one in the house for uh, retrace embrace. Yeah. Where'd you guys shoot that? So uh, we had our friend from um, Maryland shoot that. Uh, we rented a, a an Airbnb in uh, East Stroudsburg, kind of like thirty minutes from me, and then um, which is kind of like a secluded kind of area. And then we rented the Airbnb over there. We shot the um, the live action stuff of the band there. And then, like, we shot, like, he shot stuff in Maryland, like the water <laughs> stuff and, like, the lake yeah. stuff. Um, he shot that in Maryland. And then we shot the story stuff with, like, the masks and the two people also in Maryland. So three different shooting days, three different locations. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who shot it? Um, a guy by the name of Ian Bell. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, he's the yeah. drummer. Uh, from he's in Wander, I think. Uh, and yeah, I think it sounds right. You no, know Wander. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. actually did our original promos like two years ago. Um, our first photos, he took our photos, and then I was like, we had such a good hey, we had such a good experience with him. Um. We wanted to do a video with him as well. Yeah, that's cool. It's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. He's getting business. Made it up there. He's done some uh, some videos for us as well. Oh, nice. You know. Okay, cool. So you worked with him. Oh yeah, I actually I used to live next door to him. Funny enough. <laughs> that's so, so crazy. Actually, holy shit. Yeah, down here we uh we call it Small Timor. Seems like everybody kind of knows everybody. Yeah, that's so cool. But yeah, he, he always does good work. Sure. Um, yeah, he does. Looks like that uh, song kind of came out pretty recently here, right? Just just this year? Yep. Yeah, we, we've been sitting on the song for a while. Like, when he took our photos like three years ago, two years ago, with the songs were already written, we just hadn't recorded them. Yeah. So. That's cool. Are you guys doing like a larger project or is it uh yeah 
So okay. we put out two signals. So we put out retrace embrace is the first single with the video. And then we put out too close like a month later. It's been out for like a month, a uh, week and a half now. And then uh, we're dropping our EP on the 1st of December called Lost in Translation, which I have a couple more songs on it. Um, yeah. That's cool. What's the uh, lyrical subject matter? Uh, it's interesting. Um, it's kind of like the whole theme of the EP is like kind of how do I put this? Um, just like having people understand what it's like to create something from scratch and all the struggles it is for it took to get to everyone's ear holes. Um, because I've been sitting on these songs for like four years, and um, it's kind of like how much has changed since we started to now and it's like um and how much has gotten lost in the meantime so like that's kind of the theme of the whole album just like you know our experiences uh as a band getting to this point to where we can finally put out music and um yeah just some some personal stuff that i've, I've gone through so uh, how long did you say you guys have kind of been friends or working on music uh, so I started the band with another person like right before the pandemic. So like it was like the end of 2019 and then, um, I'm, we met our, our other guitar player, Austin in, oh God, like two and a half years ago, I think. And then his cousin joined the band like a year and a half ago. And, um, it's just the three of us. So Austin, Jared and myself, um, yeah. we're technically a three piece for the time being we have a drummer um but it's unofficial kind of situation for the time being um so yeah we've been we've been playing together for like two and a half years and then jared like a year and a half uh, i think um we've been together yeah yeah playing playing mostly around uh philly or do you guys uh get a little further out of town or how's or do you go yeah so we mainly play in philly but um we just got back from a tour. We did a run to Virginia, Maryland, New Jersey, and Philly. So we hit some some new spots that we're not really from or familiar with. But uh, we had some some friends and bands and stuff that were out that way. So we got to put together some gigs. But mainly we, we have played a lot in Philly and kind of near me, Lehigh Valley area, um, Jersey a little bit, but like we wanted to expand a little more and do that run. So we got to get out there a little bit more. Yeah, it's cool. What, uh, what venues did you stop by? So we played in Maryland at, that? um, that was Iris Garden Bar. And then in Virginia, we played at the Garden Grove Brewery. And then in, in New Jersey, we played at Pino, uh, Pino's in Highland Park. And then in Philly, we played at the fire. Nice. That's cool. It's a good little, good little weekend or week or however you guys uh, did it. Yeah. Like an extra long weekender type thing. Did you all pile? And it was cool because it was the first time that we've ever been on the road, any of us. So we've never gone on like a tour before. So it was cool. It was the first time we've all done that. So it was kind of cool for us all to do it at the same time for the first time. Yeah. No, it's definitely a lot of fun. Anytime time you can get all the guys to pile in the van. Do you guys have like a yeah. a van operation, a soccer mom vehicle, or do you guys like each drive a different car? Or how does that work? 
Yeah, so if it's like a one-off, we, we'll just like drive our own cars, but usually like, because we're all an hour and maybe like an hour and a half apart, so um, my guitarist typically would drive up to my house or my bass player's house, and then we'll meet up, but um, for this tour, we didn't want to do that, so we wanted to all kind of be in the same vehicle, so we just rented a van for like those four days or five days, and then we all piled in there, and it was a lot easier, so we're not like all the driving to all these places. Yeah. And we all fit. So that was an addition. Yeah, that's cool. And the van didn't break down. So. No. Didn't even. Thank the Lord. <laughs> no yeah. flat tires, no breakdowns. No... Honestly, honestly, all things considered for the first tour, we had no issues at all. Planning and stuff was a lot, but, but once it was set, it was like smooth sailing. And I know that that doesn't really happen a lot for people. And I've heard a lot of horror stories. So I was very reluctant, but uh, we had a great time. So nice. Well, that's better than me. I lost part of my finger this weekend. So I'm uh, <laughs> kind of a, I'm turning into a, I'm joining the Tony Iommi club, I think. What, uh, um, how did you, what happened exactly? It was definitely kind of a freak thing, but effectively I got it stuck in a metal chair. As uh, exciting as that sounds. <laughs> ah, so Jesus. Yeah, we'll see how she uh, how she heals up here, but I'm not sure if I'm going to yeah. need like the little prosthetic thing that uh, I only yeah. used to use, or if I'll just have a little shorter finger. Yeah, well, so scary man. Yeah, I don't know. Shit happens. But uh, are you guys a hard partying band or are you guys all like more like kind of go to bed early and, you know, get the, get the <laughs> we're tea? Honestly, we're, like, we're honestly kind of like, we just like to chill. Like we're not super big partier, partiers. Um, I, yeah. I, I was trying to take it easy on this tour because I didn't know like what it was going to be like, like not sleeping in like a bed every night and like singing every night. Right. And I was like, let me just like chill. <laughs> so I didn't drink at all on this tour or anything because I was just like, I want to survive and make sure I'm good. But um, that's yeah, smart. no, we're we're kind of laid back. So yeah, just passing the dubs around the van. Not not even. Oh yeah, we don't, none of us none of us smoke. Actually, we all drink, but like we didn't really drink on this tour. I think we were just kind of like focused on playing well. <laughs> yeah. we, weren't, we just wanted yeah. to sound good every night so people that saw us were like oh this band doesn't suck <laughs> it's a, definitely a wise mentality to have for sure sometimes I, I tend to get a little too carried away with the extracurriculars so yeah but yeah did you guys get like uh, I don't know make a few new fans sell a couple shirts did you have any good shows or was were they all just empty dive bars playing to the, the bartender yep. Yeah, so um, actually the turnout was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, like the the Philly and Jersey show, actually, was it Maryland and Philly were the best turnout-wise, and Virginia, Virginia was okay, and then, um, what was the other one? Maryland. Oh, and then Jersey was decent too. So actually, all in all, it was pretty good, and like all the bands that we played with were super nice and they were super talented. So, um, 
I'm just, it was honestly just like crazy to see all the talent that is in all these different areas. Um, cause we had like two bands on the tour, but then we played with like all the rest that were local to the areas that we were in. And, um, there's just so much talent out there and everyone's honestly so nice. <laughs> I was surprised by how nice and welcoming everyone was, um, at every show we played like band wise and like fan slash like people that were just there wise. Um, it was really like eye opening for us for sure. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Definitely inspiring, right? Kind of feel like you're out there doing something. Yeah, exactly. What's uh, next on the old chopping block? Uh, I know you guys mentioned part of a bigger pro uh, project. Do you have any like uh, shows coming up or uh, anything like that? Yeah, so we, like I said, we're dropping our uh, debut EP, Lost in Translation, on December 1st, and we're doing an album release show. It's unannounced. We're doing that uh, December 16th in my area, actually. We don't play here often, so it'd be cool to, like, literally, we're playing, like, down the street from where I live, which is so nice. Nice. Um, and I just I just moved over there, too, so it's, it's kind of crazy how that worked out. But um, we're doing an album release show... Uh, then and the 16th and uh we're also playing with bands local to that to my area which is cool because i we don't ever play the bands for my area and i'm like i haven't really been in the scene where i live that much like i i'm still kind of new to what the bands are around here so this show would be cool to get more of an understanding of like some of the bands that are, are around here um and then that's it for this year. Just that release show and then like rolling out the album and promoting it and all that stuff for this year. Hell yeah. Who are uh, some of the bands you're playing with? So we're playing with this band called Lion Lionhearted. Um, and fun fact, the guy who writes the music in that band, he played drums for us when we lost our previous drummer. So he was kind of like the fill-in guy. Um. And he's like our permanent filling guy too, because like anytime we need a drummer, we always hit him up. And if he can do it, he does. So um, his band's really cool. They're called the Lionhearted. Uh, this other band called the Simmers. Uh, they're like a alternative emo uh, rock band. And then uh, there's another band called My Brother Below. And I'm not exactly sure what genre to put them in, but um, they are pretty like popular in our area. So I'm just excited to to meet these guys and and rip a show with them and promote this this album that <laughs> has finally coming out. Yeah, it's a can be a long road for sure. Which uh, which part of the album for you guys was like the biggest? Uh, either I could describe it as two ways, but accomplishment or struggle. Oh, okay. Uh, so the biggest accomplishment with the album in general is honestly just I guess getting it out in pieces that we've kind of have been putting it out like we have two singles from it out now and just getting feedback from just random people and also feedback from other musicians that we respect and stuff um, getting their input has been cool and just people just stumbled upon us through like ads we put out or whatever um, it's been really positive uh, we've gotten some like even how you described this is interesting. Um, someone called us like Midwestern emo fall of Troy, 
<laughs> and I was like, that's hilarious, but I'll take that. Um, yeah, and it's just cool to hear like what other people hear. So in terms of like uh, the first part of your question, I think that would be one of the, the upsides of this record. And then the struggle, oh man, uh, honestly, getting the right people <laughs> to record this these songs because um yeah we we've been through a couple lineup changes and like it just became obvious like over time like who really wanted to do this and who didn't and um we were in a situation before where we had people in the band that like were okay with just putting out like our shitty demos that like half of us didn't want the world to hear so um that was an issue and i was like well if we're gonna if we're gonna like basically if we're gonna like sell ourselves we should put our best foot forward not our like bullshit like half-ass self forward and that's kind of what the demos were like they're a good reference to be like hey these are the songs that we're writing as like a a rough idea but like to put them out for people to listen to that that was a, a big deal so like that was hard to sort of navigate within our band, but people came in and left and other people came into the band. And now I just feel like we're at a point where everyone in the band is kind of on a similar page and wants similar things with the band. And it's always a, it's always been a collaborative type thing where like everything that we do is a, it is a conversation amongst all of us to be like, Hey, if uh here's what i'm thinking i want to do how do you guys feel about this or like someone else comes to the table or something we just every we always talk about everything but one if you have have like polarizing uh views and like things that you want for like your band it's gonna be really difficult to reach a common ground so i feel like we finally are at that point not that we don't disagree and stuff sometimes but i just think we're at a really good like baseline of like where we want to go, where we're at, and what we want to do moving forward. Hell yeah. Is it uh, safe to say that this like is or was started as your project uh, initially? So it started with my friend uh, I met online, actually. We kind of started writing some of these songs together online. So it was me and him that started it. And then we got a drummer, and it was like, three of us for a while. And then like as time went on, we got austin who's our current guitarist who was playing bass lives but i started the project with my other friend uh who was our guitar player at the time um originally so the only original members in the band are technically me and austin austin's technically the original bass player even though we really never had a bass player (laughs) and we still don't have a bass player because our other guitarists in our band just plays bass live because we're working on backtracking bass so we can have both the guitars. Um, so every time we play a show, we're missing like the lead guitar stuff live. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Do you, uh, I mean, do you guys ever like find it like an issue to play to the tracks or are you pretty much solid on it? Uh, so we just haven't explored the we're, we're we're exploring like the options of how to do it because like we play with like backing tracks now but we don't play to like a click none yeah. of us have like in ears or anything yet but um we definitely want at least to start our drummer to have in ears and also we want to play 
him to play two clicks so that we can add the bass tracks and then we can have the full sound without needing another person because honestly coordinating four schedules is hard yeah. enough i don't want to add another person to the mix if we don't have to um and like i said what we have going right now is working really well so if we can just <laughs> just keep moving forward with this amount of people less is more in my opinion <laughs> yeah for sure um it it definitely gets crazy and chaotic um, yeah but but yeah that, that's cool um pretty much covers like the the normal stuff the usual stuff that i ask you know what the band's up to yeah what they're working on where they're going or or where they've been and uh that sort of thing it's like is there anything that i didn't really like get to that you were itching to ask maybe like certain thing or um i guess the other thing you know obviously this uh podcast caters to like you know the working musician so if you did want to mention yeah. just kind of like anything that you do for a living you know if, or uh if you don't you work for the cia that's perfectly fine too um, oh yeah you know so for work for me um I do a couple of different things. Uh, so I have my own animal care business. So basically I work with clients across like all over my area and a little bit beyond uh, taking care of their pets. So if they're at work or if they're on vacation or, you know, if they're not physically able, uh, we come into their homes and take care of their pets for them. Um, I've been doing that for like, this is like your seventh year running or something. Nice. Um, so that's like my main thing. I also do, I also work with the autistic community doing like behavioral health stuff. Um, and yeah, I just kind of like almost <laughs> managing this band is <laughs> like another job, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were all DIY. So like we try to do everything ourselves. So like our bass player, like is a photographer and videographer. So like he helps us like film stuff and I filmed some stuff even though I'm nowhere near as good at him. Um yeah, so we we try to like all chip in where we can with like trying to do everything ourselves. So we can save money because being in a band is super expensive. Like just tracking four songs at a studio is stupid expensive as I'm sure you you understand with however you guys record music unless you record it yourself. Um uh, it's we, expensive. So we, we we just save money. take turns whoring ourselves out to the studio engineer as best we can, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Offer we're yeah. we're an all service kind of band, you know. There you go. But uh, nothing's off the table. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it is ridiculously expensive. Uh, I pretty much just do like one song at a time at this point. Oh, okay. It's just I try to do like a quarterly song if i'm feeling a creative enough and b uh you know uh financially sound enough to yeah to yeah. get in there and knock one out and that's just and honestly that's just recording like like that's just one aspect of it and like the part that's just as expensive if not more expensive is like the promotional side like all like the ads and like oh yeah you can spend a lot of money just 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 an advertising loan and like we, we try to do a lot of it ourselves but like 
there's just a point where like you're not gonna reach the amount of people that you want to like just talking on social media and like unless you have like a huge fucking following but even then you're only reaching like a certain percentage so yeah it's a lot of money and it's a lot of time but we all love it so it's like we try to do the best with what we have and i think the biggest thing honestly in my opinion for bands above all is networking i think yeah. that that's like the most important one of one of the most important things because i actually i never wanted to do this but i started uh booking shows in philly yes and um i did it out of necessity because like i was having trouble get like finding shows and stuff for a while and i was like I'm just going to book shows because this shit is annoying where it's like, yeah. oh yeah, this day it's available. And then it's like, oh, uh, I'm not going to get back to you. So why did you give me the date then? And it's like, I don't know. I, I know the pandemic fucked up a lot of stuff, but like, oh, I, 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 I know the struggle, believe me. <laughs> so that's the reason I started the podcast. So I could, I mean, you know, other than just, for fun and meet people but it's like yeah, yeah. I, might as, I might as well just like go to the source and just like talk to whoever it is and i yeah. mean it's a quid pro quo thing too i mean i can help it's like everybody is in a, in their own project so it's not hard to like help support you know like their stuff that way i feel for like sure. at least but um yeah that that makes sense i, I like that mentality too where it's like you're just you're doing something you like, but also you're trying to network and trying to meet people and help them help you. It's like, my thing is where I'm from, it was very high school, like the music scene. So yeah. that's honestly why I haven't really been involved in this scene that I live in because um, it's all about, well, at least in my experience was, oh, you're not better than me, bro. Like, and in my mind, I'm like, dude, 90 Eight percent of the people that I meet are better than me, <laughs> and I don't, I don't care. It's not about skill. It's not about that. It's just like if we're all trying to do this, can we help each other, or can we provide resources or something so that we can all do what we want to do anyways? That's my mentality, and I feel like at least what I've experienced, I feel like I'm in the minority. But I've been cultivating like a scene in Philly, and like just every show we've ever played just like networking and like honestly social media i'm just like if i hear something that i like i reach out to that band and i'm just like your band's sick i don't know where you're from but like i yeah. just want you to know that uh, and like i've just made friends that way just because it's genuinely like me being like i actually like your music you guys are sick and then it goes from there kind of yeah no that's awesome i'm a i'm a huge fan of just like the pay it forward mentality because i mean at the end of the day i have like nothing to lose like i have only something to probably to gain by like trying to be friends with people i don't really plan on having a massive amount of ex like success or something crazy or have any delusions yeah. but i do like playing new places and like yeah. you know seeing new faces and you know writing new songs so like i just I don't know. It seems obvious to me, but I I know what you mean about sometimes how it seems like it's not as obvious to maybe other bands. But I don't know. Most bands I meet are, are pretty pretty cool. So yeah, like the bands in my in my scene, 
have all been super generous, super nice, super like helpful. Um, and I, I'm like, I knew this existed, but I just wasn't having this experience. So now that I'm playing music in a scene that I've gotten to know better, I'm like, oh, okay, this is actually kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so like, like you said, it, paying it forward is huge and family mentality is just not going to get anyone anywhere. And yeah, it, it was actually a big reason why, um, even before I even knew what the call of my band, I had such a hard time finding like people, um, before Foxtrot was even called Foxtrot. I was in like so many iterations of this band before that. And I just kept like cycling through like mainly guitarists. There's so many guitarists in my area yeah. and I met like, I literally met, I feel like all of them <laughs> and they were in this mentality where like they just wanted to jam, but they also wanted to play shows and record music. And I'm like, all right, so we could jam to get some ideas out there. But like, if I film this and I cut up the footage and I send you guys stuff that sounds cool or ask like, what do you guys think about this? And we start working on that. That's where I started losing people. <laughs> I was like, oh, so, oh, no. so. Oh no, commitment. Wanted... <laughs> yeah, like they just wanted to directionlessly, directionlessly jam for in, in infinity. Yeah. And I'm like, that's cool, but like, that's not what I want to do. Yeah, no, it, it makes sense, man. And I mean, certainly not a, a right or wrong mentality, but when you don't share the same one, like right. I, I share no commonality really with anyone who solely wants to jam. I might want to jam once in a while, but otherwise, nah, like I, I don't know. I like songs too much. <laughs> like, so whether it's covers or whether it's originals, I don't know. Mm. Just the way my brain is can't help it yeah and and it's like if you think about it like you really play like the same song over and over and over again like at shows and stuff you change the set list here and there but like it's a lot of repetitiveness but like that's kind of what touring bands are doing and like if you're out there playing shows you have a set list of stuff and then you pull from whatever you want to play and then you prepare that or write that and then that's your set list so like our setlist has changed a little bit over the years because before we um before we had like a full set list of songs, we were a couple songs short. And I was like, well, instead of writing a whole new song because we don't have time to do that because we're we have like these shows booked and stuff, uh, I wrote some songs for my solo project that I can show you guys and if you want, we can play them for the time being. So like even just being flexible about like hey, we don't even have enough songs. We can play these for now. And like when we're ready, we can play all all Foxtrot songs. It's just we weren't we didn't have enough music. Um, and we did that for a while. And it was funny because um, <laughs> I had never like played guitar and sang live before until we started doing that. And then I was like, oh, fuck, this is gonna be really hard. <laughs> I've never done this before. Well, so it was a it was a nice challenge and it got me um definitely out of my comfort i mean this whole process has got me out of my comfort zone but that really tested my willingness to uh to be like playing live because that playing and singing is really hard and i'm 
like i figured it out but it's still like a constant struggle for me yeah now nah, it's just something you get better at over time the more you do it yeah for sure well um probably what i'll do is probably put the new uh the two newest songs on here on this episode i uh, usually cool. put on usually two at a time so yeah hopefully uh we'll cross paths here um i mean i could certainly try to help you guys get a, another show or two down this way uh if you're ever interested and oh um, yeah i do like a, a little mini festival for this podcast as well every year so oh wow um, can you tell me more about that? Yeah, we just try to have like 14, 15 bands from the show all together. Uh, one of my favorite venues, Fishhead Cantina in Baltimore. And uh, it's kind of come one, come all. And it's just basically, yeah, local music. I don't know. A bunch of us uh, regular, regular ass bands all getting together. And I don't know. Uh, it's really fun. And I've been doing it for a little while. Even managed to do one up in PA once, so I'm trying. Oh, to really? Where at? Phantom Power in Lancaster. So, oh, okay, that's like an hour from. Yeah, if they let us do it there again, we'll we probably will. But um, we're you know always trying to find different places. We do have one regular spot in Baltimore, so. That's really cool, man. I like that you also are trying to cultivate like a community amongst what you're doing which is really cool um yeah that's awesome yeah it's it's been really fun like i said even just this weekend coming up to philly and just seeing so many different fans or uh, like friends and uh like bands from the, the like this podcast like we were playing with a couple of them but also i just you know a few of them just hang out even when they're not on the bill just because we've, we've played so many shows together now which is cool that's sweet yeah that's that's full circle man that's that's awesome yeah so, um, hopefully, like I said, I can, you know, help you guys out if I get the chance and maybe we'll, uh, come up your way again. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, definitely keep us in the loop. Um, you can reach out to us th through email or Instagram or wherever, uh, we're pretty active on everything. So, um, yeah, if, if that's something that, uh, you'd be interested in having us on or letting us know about definitely all ears man definitely i'll send you some more details uh in email yeah sweet so that's awesome cool well uh usually my turnaround is like a week or two give or take so i'll get this out hopefully fairly soon okay so i'll uh let you get on with your evening though um if that's pretty much all i got awesome well, thank you for having me on the show, Brett. I appreciate your time and uh, setting this up to do this. This, is, this has been awesome. Okay. Thanks for having a quick chat. It, uh, you know, it's what uh, we're all trying to do. Same thing here. <laughs> so Exactly. All right. Hey, have a, a good rest of your night. You too, Brett. So, yeah, I want to thank Robert for coming on the show. Thank you for listening to the song that you're hearing in the background. It's called Retrace Embrace later.